Welcome to the Always Sweaty Podcast, where we dive into the exhilarating world of fitness, parenting, and the chaos of life, all while breaking a sweat constantly and finding the humor in every moment. I am your host, Ashley Johnson, aka AJ, from now on. Thanks for being here. Hello. Hi, howdy. How are you? It is currently the week of Christmas, leading up to Christmas. It's blustery, cold. There's no snow. There's no snow in Minnesota, which if there's no snow in Minnesota, it's basically a travel destination because that is really the only thing people have against us. I feel like that's always the slam is, isn't it snowy there all the time? No, apparently not. Anyways, I hope you're having a swell day so far. I want to open up with uh, my last episode. I I asked you guys for prank ideas. And I want to share one that I am especially proud of. And I continue to be proud of because this person has yet to change anything despite knowing that something is not, not, not right. But I want to share with you this prank because it, it really is the gift that keeps giving. All right. And that is changing someone's autocorrect on their phone, on their texts. Okay. Now I stumbled upon this. All right. I didn't look it up. This is a, an original AJ prank. It all started with, I was trying to make an autocorrect. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go into your language settings on your phone and you can create shortcuts so that you don't have to type something out. All right. So one that is already built in in an iPhone is if you put in OMW, it'll shortcut it. It'll autocorrect it to on my way. All right. Which if that's happened to you and you're like, why is this happening? That's why. So you can make those. But when you make them, it's a little confusing. It's a little confusing because it's not... I don't think straightforward as far as which word is the trigger word and which one is the autocorrect. So I have failed at this before. I actually, I actually tried this once, got really excited and giddy to see it work. It didn't work. And then I had to find the right opportunity to try it again. So here's what happened. My, my wife left her phone out. I think, I don't know if she was showering or what, what she was doing, but I broke in. And I went in and I added a shortcut so that when she would type, or so I thought, when she would type ha-ha, which she does a lot, who doesn't, it would autocorrect it to darn tootin'. (laughs) And uh, so the first time I tried this, I get it all set up and I'm like so excited to see it happen. I was going to witness it because I, I texted one of our friends and I'm like, make Katie say haha in a text. And, uh, she's like, she did, she didn't, you know, nothing happened. And, uh, I was like, damn it. I must've done something wrong. Well, I figured it out. I did it the right way. And now every time she types haha, it'll autocorrect it to darn tootin', which is hilarious because this is why haha is a good word. You got to be strategic with this it's because a lot of people will put haha as the only thing before they hit enter, right? So you type it and you press enter without checking it. 
Like you're not going to continue to type more words where then the autocorrect would, oh, I need to change that. So many times, probably more than she's even telling me about, she has sent darn students. <laughs> and not just to me, not just to me, to people <laughs> that she works with. And it's also, you guys, I wanted to be rated G because I don't want her to get in trouble. You can't get that text and be offended, right? You can't help but laugh. If anything, I made the world a happier place because I spread the darn students. Okay. So I tried to do this with my little sister. You know, it really was a moment of naivete of her on her part because like I like I said in the previous podcast our family for the most part knows don't hand over your phone to each other because someone will hack it whether it's a Facebook post usually it's a Facebook post but I she had me I don't even know what I was doing she was right in front of me and I went in and I tried to play it cool because by now I had figured out how to do it quickly I went in and I tried to change lol to something else. It might have been like yeehaw or darn, darn tootin. Because same thing. I type LOL all the time without, you know, as a solo message. Well, apparently, you know, my little sister is a technically Gen Z. That That is not language of the Gen Z generation. Apparently not. It is, it died with the millennial. I think it only lives within the millennial. Uh, because she never sent it. I never got a text yelling at me because it would have been obvious it was me. So it was very unsatisfying. So I'm gonna have to try again. But I know now that you have to know your audience or you have to know the person you're pranking to know their language. It is much trickier. But if you're a millennial, like I am, haha and lol are pretty safe. But that's, I guess, all I know. Anyways, that's not what we're talking about today. Today we're going to talk about, we're going to blend parenting with fitness. And uh, we're going to talk about children and workouts and making sure that your children are getting jacked and strong. Just kidding. No, um, no this is a, a common struggle with parents trying to find time to spend with their kids. But then that competing time is, when do I work out? When do I focus on my fitness? And we're going to talk about how there are two different scenarios. One where it's important to have that you time and it's okay to have those boundaries. And also you don't have to choose always. You can, you can have your kids be a part of your workouts. We're going to talk about that and I'm going to give you some examples of clients who are amazeballs with that. So yeah, tell me if this is your scenario. And it doesn't matter the age of your kids, okay? I'm going to talk about kids of all ages when, as we go through this. So if you have kids, period, who live in your house still, and they could be in their 20s or 30s or 40s, this applies to you, okay? So you get home from work. You're tired. You know you should go do your workout, but you also want to spend time with your family. You only have... A couple hours to do so to make that dif- difficult decision and you feel like it's a lose-lose or maybe you wake up in the morning 
to do your workout. You're, you know that you have to do it early for it to be done. Um, but sometimes kiddos like to rise and shine early as well. And you're like, huh, this was my time. Now what do I do? Right. We have to um, battle that guilt. guilt. Guilt on both sides. The guilt of I didn't get my workout in or that guilt of I should be spending it with my kids or I want to spend it with my kids. And it feels really shitty to be in that spot. Right. I acknowledge that. So let's talk about these two different opportunities, two different views. Scenarios that I hope you exercise regularly, both of them. Okay. So the first is having boundaries around you time. Okay. Now this is important for so many reasons. It's not just about the workout. It's not, it's not, it's about saying to yourself and to those around you who are impacted that I need time for myself to work on myself or to be with myself or to not be around you, whatever you want to tell them. It is important to have that time. And it's important for them to recognize that it's important to you and it's important for your health. Okay. So that needs to be a priority. And until it is, you're going to build resentment that you don't have that. Now, exercise is a wonderful way to have that time because there is a chance that people won't want to join you. Okay. There's a chance they might want to, but there's a chance they won't want to join you. Right. But also depending on how you are working out, you can multitask, right? If you're going to go for a run, you can listen to something or watch something. Uh, if you're going to work out at home, same thing. You can watch something, listen to something. If you're at the gym, you can socialize with friends. You're getting that time where you're kind of taking off the, the parent hat for a second. And that's really important. So having those boundaries, having that you time, and also your kids learning that that's important for you. Because remember, they're, they're growing up learning these things. They're going to grow up learning that it's important for mom or dad to have their health time. And they'll recognize that someday they're gonna they're they're not like thinking about this when they're five years old, right? Like someday I'm gonna have my health time. Probably not. But they're learning that and it's it's getting soared and they're going to see that that is acceptable, right? Not everything revolves around them. It's a good life lesson. It's good to, for them to see that mom and dad have time for themselves to get healthy, to do what they want, okay? Now, that's not always going to be possible, right? We, in a perfect world, you would have your hour to go to the gym and you'd go sit in the sauna or the hot tub, right? You could probably paint what would be that perfect gym scenario. And it's just not always going to happen, right? Especially if your kids are on their own schedule or they have a gazillion different activities that you have to drive them around to. You don't always get that perfect scenario. So another option is to have your kids involved in your workouts. So it's going to look different depending on how old they are, of course, right? But you could start this as soon as you bring baby home, right? I mean, it might not look like you bring baby out for your max out squat session. Okay, let's, baby ain't going to be squatting you or spotting you. 
but you might be able to incorporate certain movements while holding baby, right? Maybe that's some squats. Maybe that is, depending on how old they are, shoulder press or it's lunges, right? There are different things you can do that are exercise, that are, that are workouts with baby. I've done, when Max was um, spending more time in like his bouncer, I would do like rows with him and stuff like that. So, and they, he, I won't speak for all babies. He loved it. Um, he loved like being squat or <laughs> squatting, holding him. He still does stuff like that. And so this, I guess like really breaking that belief that if I don't get the ideal workout in, it doesn't count. You don't have to have that all or nothing. You can have that, have that in between where you incorporate your kid, like, Use your baby as you wait. Like, don't do dumb stuff with it, but you do save things that uh, are going to actually be beneficial for your kids, too. Depending on how old they are, it might help them fall asleep. Some of them just might be entertained. Um, but again, we'll go along the same lines of you having your boundary. It's also good, really good, for you, for your kids to see you exercising. So they, they grow up learning like that's normal. This is part of life. Just like eating vegetables, just like drinking their water, just like brushing their teeth. You are modeling a healthy behavior. And the sooner you do that, and the sooner they see it's a positive experience, oh, that is priceless. My favorite example of this is I used to work at a gym in Richfield. Some of you might not where that is. That doesn't matter, I guess. Anyways, it was a... Um, a gym that had a lot of moms with kids who were kind of like in the elementary school and younger age, that they actually had kind of a play area for the kids. And so I taught some classes there and there were like two, three moms that would regularly bring their kids in during their workouts, which was awesome because they came in, they got their workout done and their kids were you know, maybe playing with toys or watching the movie. But lots of the times, their kids would go over in the side, like they would learn to not get in harm's way. But they'd get, we had dumbbells that went from one up to, you know, 50. They'd go grab like one and two pound dumbbells, and they would mirror what their mom was doing. And I thought that was the coolest thing. Like I teared up multiple times. Because you're modeling both then in that scenario you are modeling that this is your time your mom you are there with your friends your structured workout you go to this place this is this thing we do with mom she's doing her workout but we're gonna model her because we think so highly of mom we think we want to copy her it's so cool that she's doing this we want to follow her we're practicing this and uh that those memories get cemented that in my opinion, is one of the coolest things to witness. Mom or dad, when you exercise with your kids, using your kids or alongside your kids, when you want to hear stories about moms and dads working out with their kids as their kids get older, uh, it's just such good bonding time. I mean, the, the benefits, it's not just a one plus one, like, yay, quality time plus exercise time. It's 
it's it's exponential all the benefits all the oxytocin as you watch your kiddo pr their squat or when you squat more than your kid (laughs) or both uh it's it's amazing so i encourage you if you are stuck in this place of i can't work out because of my kids or i can't seem i have i feel like i have to choose I encourage you not to view it like a dichotomy because it's not, it is not. Instead, I encourage you to get creative and think about how can I make both happen? How can I win in both ways instead of feeling like I'm going to lose in both ways? All right. Okay. I hope this was helpful. And I would love to hear stories about how you incorporate your kids and your workouts whether they are less than a year old or they're 18 years old. I want to hear those stories because they are my favorite. They choke me up and I just love the idea of spreading spreading health and fitness to future generations firsthand from parents. It's the best. All right. That's all I have for you guys today. Can't wait to hear the stories. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, stay sweaty. Oh,